This episode of Blasting Off Again is brought to you in part by Le Coin de Jouet at Angrenial Mall. For the rest of the month of February, you can get 50% off toys, puzzles, board games, figurines, crafts, and stuffed animals, and up to 20% off model cars and accessories. If you've got a kid in your life, or, you know, if you're just a big kid like us, go down to Le Coin de Jouet in Angrenial Mall right away. You can find them at 7077 Boulevard Newman in La Salle, Quebec, or at Coin de Jouet on Instagram and Facebook. Welcome to Blasting Off Again, I'm Tom. I'm Will. Today we're looking at episode 52, The Breeding Center Secret. Uh, because it's an even-numbered episode, I'll go first on the 30-second recap. Do you want to count me in? Sure. Uh, three, two, one. Uh, okay, so Ash and friends um, find a breeding center run by Butch and Cassidy from Team Rocket, but they don't know that yet, who are using it as a front to steal Pokemon and send them to Giovanni. Uh, they leave Psyduck there so that Psyduck can get stronger, Um and then they find an all-you-can-eat ice cream buffet, but the price of admission is showing the guy Psyduck, so they go back to get Psyduck, and then they find out that it's a trap, and they, uh... Oh, God, I don't I don't know. That's I, I ran out of time. <laughs> I got the first <laughs> half of the episode. Do you want to see if you can... Uh, pick it up where you left off. Yeah, in three, <coughs> two, one, go. Uh, so they go back to get Psyduck, um, and then get arrested by officer jenny who breaks in because she thinks that they're stealing the pokemon but other like genuine team rocket is there stealing the pokemon um they all get arrested misty is able to escape she takes todd snaps camera shows the pictures to officer jenny and then they all get free and go on their merry way um also james now has a victory bell for <laughs> no apparent reason and apparently jesse has a licky tongue for no apparent reason yeah yeah lots of um lots of stuff or to be clear james had a a weeping bell yeah which has evolved into a victory bell yeah which we didn't see any of (laughs) yeah um bizarre Uh, (laughs) the line was weird oh great it's evolved into a victory bell what yeah (laughs) it's what has like, it's it's wild because they they really like make you jump through a lot of hoops with this one because we also don't see him drop the weeping bell off. No, he has like at some point in the past, however many episodes, caught a weeping bell off screen and then dropped it off at this same breeding center, and then is surprised that is run by Team Rocket, yeah, Butch and Cassidy, who know who they are, yeah. So somehow he's taken it to the center to drop it off. <laughs> I'm assuming with Jesse. Right. To Butch and Cassidy. <laughs> and not realized. And then gone back in. Yeah. To steal other Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> but not his. Right. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 a it's a mess. It's kind of a bad episode. Yeah. There's a lot of problems <laughs> with this one. <laughs> like <laughs> But we get to see the other side of Team Rocket, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about this a little bit on our Patreon exclusive bonus content that mm-hmm. people can get for as little as a dollar a month by going to patreon.com slash blasting off again. There's our one for this episode. <laughs> um, this kind of destroys your theory that Jesse and James are... Uh, Cosplaying as Team Rocket. Yeah. Because they're known to the thing. But it's still... 
uh, keeps in sync my theory that they're like rookies mm. or like lower level yeah. uh, Team Rocket or higher level even, like which, however it goes. Right. Um, but that they're generally terrible and everybody knows it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe they're like OG members. They might be. They might be like, you know, when you go to a place and like, it's the same like old guy working the cash who's been there since day one, and all the younger employees are like, I know the lines are so long, but we can't fire Frank. He he opened the place. <laughs> Maybe it's like that, you know? Yeah, they're just the, the institution of crime <laughs> boiled into the thing. They've got seniority, so they can't they can't fire them, even though they're <laughs> terrible. Um, I uh, I also want to mention um, we are now two thirds of the way through indigo league Mm -hmm. officially uh this is the last episode on the sixth dvd uh out of nine and we are chugging along that train to the indigo islands the orange islands i orange islands that's it (laughs) the orange archipelago i think is what they call it actually (laughs) because i i had to break tom's heart on that because he was like oh we're so close to johto i'm like nope nope (laughs) we've got We've got Tracy and his bullshittery to get through. Yeah. <laughs> um, At least he has a Scyther and a Meryl. Yeah. And a Venomat. <laughs> Those are the th- three things I remember about Tracy. Venomat. And short shorts, I think. I think but he wears short shorts. Don't remind me of Venomat. <laughs> like, we did an hour on Venomat. Like, <laughs> did I even do an you hour? Didn't even, I didn't no, even do yeah, an hour. Yeah. I still feel the pain <laughs> of, of, of the the possible hour on venomat i know i know <laughs> um so any any other takeaways from this episode apart from uh you know why does james now have a victory bell yeah um i don't know i think peter would have loved this episode <laughs> like this seems to be to me like one that's specifically written for them to go look pokemon is evil right um and completely miss the point yeah um but it also makes me think like in the actual breeding center the ethics of that mm. um is interesting <clears throat> yeah. so like like the 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 actual breeding centers in the games in the games okay. yeah yeah so like that's maybe something to think about is like okay this is a horrific circumstance of mm. that but at the same time you when you're breeding pokemon in a breeding center mm. like you're messing with um, the ecology right. of the Pokemon world, so like constructive breeding and stuff like that. How that's kind of what I'm leading to is like right. uh, if you have like a Dratini, and there's so few Dratinis in the world, mm. right? But then you breed a Dratini in the Ditto, ah. and you just do that over and over and over, right. and you churn out tons of Dratini. Right. Uh, then the world is inundated with Dratini. Right. Uh, the economy of Dratini goes down, sure, but the ecology of the world mm. is then kind of swapped, right? And I wonder what you think. That's really interesting. I've never thought about that before. I because uh, taking in mind, huh. like you're releasing them to sure. space, like spare room in your box, mm-hmm. um, right? It's one thing if you breed them once mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, I'd like to have a second one of these, yeah. But like, yeah, no, to to breed them to IV, yeah, uh, or EV, whichever it is, yeah, train them, which is extra wild because like that's a whole other 
you know, ethical question about yeah. breeding centers, right? That's it's pretty like, much eugenics at that point. Yeah, isn't it? exactly. <laughs> like, it, are we okay with eugenics within Pokemon? And also, are we okay with destroying ecosystems, or not necessarily destroying, but disrupting? Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, is it okay to make Ditto fuck? Yeah. Constantly. <laughs> it's the third question. Yeah. Constantly as well. I do think. Um, what about D- Ditto self? Uh, uh, self-esteem like yeah. <laughs> I, I think I would make the case that like because it is possible for Pokemon to dislike each other in the breeding center yeah. and not breed uh, I would say that that means that Ditto is down for it anytime yeah. that an egg is successfully made because <laughs> it does it, like there is that sort of built in um, like consent almost yeah. of it where it's like you're forcing them to spend time together but you're actually not forcing them to make an egg. No. You're Because you could be just training two separate Pokemon. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, like, they won't necessarily, you know, if it's two Pokemon who are incompatible, it will say we are incompatible, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that ethically it's okay to make Ditto, you know, have a lot of babies. Because <laughs> uh, you're not making it, right? No. I mean, you kind of are because the game's programmed that way, but, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're not, ma- you're not there saying this is your purpose this is what i want yeah. you to do because technically you you could be there saying you know i just want you to get stronger right um and ditto is getting stronger yeah you know it's it's gradually leveling up and you know learning pound <laughs> <laughs> yikes <laughs> yeah i don't know it's uh it's, it's <laughs> what is it pound hardened um uh, <laughs> what uh, stringy shot Rock blast. <laughs> Rock blast. <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch. Uh, Swallow. Uh, yikes. <laughs> spit up, depending. Um, <laughs> all right. Do you spit up or swallow? <laughs> I'm Tom Zalatni, host and producer of Up for Discussion, the emotionally honest comedy podcast. What does that mean? It means we're not afraid to get vulnerable, explore the human side of comedy, and be super duper open about the ways that we're struggling to become better people along the way. Still have no idea what I'm talking about? Fair enough. Come give us a listen. The Up for Discussion podcast, available on the Upford Network and wherever else you get your podcasts. Hey, Will. Hey, Tom. Who's that Pokemon? Sly. Oh, uh, it's the best Pokemon. It Psyduck. is. It's Psyduck. I uh, I love this. I love. Um, we're about to like get into some shit with Psyduck over the next little while. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that. That might actually be in the Orange Islands. Yeah, mm. never mind. I think Misty's Psyduck does not evolve for a while. No, no. no. Um, but I. Uh, Spoiler for Pokemon Orange Islands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you love that year. when 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 people. Like say a spoiler and they go, Oh, by the way, spoiler. Yeah, yeah. And it's like <laughs> Kylo Ren dies. Sorry. Yeah, but I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I just assume it's true. I haven't seen that movie. Um the the other one is like when they go, Oh, by the way, there's spoilers ahead in this video. Right. And it's like a YouTube video of like right. top ten deaths in games. Right. Or something. And it's like spoilers ahead and it's like, yeah, no shit, but like right. what games? Right. Like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'd be a helpful, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like if you know if you are playing any game or want to play any game in the future right then don't watch this video is what they're saying <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's like you know um 
I can't remember who the company is. There's one that do a really good version of it where they just kind of go spoilers ahead for the following games and then they list mm. like all of them at the front. Right, right. Um, I think that's like a that's really cool, yeah. cool way of doing it. Um, yeah. Well, spoilers ahead for uh, every Pokemon game We're and every Pokemon <laughs> series and thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, let's let's talk about Psyduck a little bit. Mm-hmm. There, there is a chance we'll have to do a whole long episode about it. I am uh, down for me that. Me too. I love um, Psyduck. But just in case, let's talk a little bit about yeah, Psyduck, Misty's Psyduck, especially. I think. Yeah. Um, I think one of the better Pokemon characters, like yeah, in the original sure. series, for it, sure. Like it has so much character mm. is like the the best way to describe it. Like I, right. I vividly remembered like the first battle with Sanshrew right where it uses scratch and breaks a nail right and it like you know uses all of these things but you think you vividly remembered the first battle with Sanshrew yes, where, it's it's, not. where it does that but it, that was actually against a cloister, cloister. much later <laughs> <clears throat> yeah but yeah that's it it's it is such a like it's such an iconic character I kind of think so I saw Frozen 2 this weekend, mm-hmm. finally, because it just came out on digital, and Pretty we good, have kids, so we had to buy it. Um, Psyduck's my favorite character in Frozen 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so so Olaf has a song, right, yeah. uh, about how, like, everything will make sense when I'm older. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he kind of has been, the internet's been calling him a millennial icon. And um, I kind of see Psyduck in a really similar light, where Psyduck is this, like, character who is trying his best Mm -hmm. you know he's trying his best he's goofy because he doesn't know how to be anything else Mm -hmm. and he's so earnest and so just um like genuine Mm -hmm. in a way that i think like a lot of the other pokemon have personalities built in as well but but aren't necessarily like just kind of fuck-ups who Mm -hmm. are like not you know, aware that they're fuck ups or if they are aware, like whenever Psyduck like realizes that he did something wrong, he's kind of like, huh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm trying. And I, I think there's something really nice about that. <laughs> I think, I think it's very endearing mm. to Psyduck. Um, I think it, it adds a lot to like this particular thing, like the headache thing. Mm. They don't really play into that. And they could have really gone that way, yeah. With it, and they don't. They kind of use it more of a, as a. I've got my hands on my head because I'm like just really confused all the time, right? Uh, which I think is kind of a more, a, a better, yeah, way of 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 uh, characterizing him. Well, I think they like they use it sparingly, is what it is. Yeah. Like like they bring out his like big like psychokinesis every once in a while, but they don't like. They don't overuse it, mm-hmm. and I think that's the right choice. You know, like I, I wouldn't want them to just constantly be like, "Oh, every couple episodes, I got to make Psyduck explode." Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I think I think they handle it well. You know, I think he very, very easily is a fan favorite because there's been um, callbacks to Psyduck through almost everything, mm. and it's one of the things that I love the new anime, mm. like the Japanese sub. Right. Um, anime for is in one in the first kind of few episodes mm. a Psyduck walks across the screen kind of looks at you and goes Meh, and then right. kind of goes ah, and runs away and it's like that is clearly in there for everybody who's just coming back to Pokemon yeah, yeah. after all of this time it's a little fan um, service because I think there is a lot of people that 
are coming back to Pokemon mm-hmm. for after a long time, like m- myself and like right. several other people, I would believe, because of Detective Pikachu, because mm-hmm. of Sword and Shield, because of Pokemon <laughs> Go. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of people that haven't bothered with Alola. Right. Um, and then are starting to watch this new anime. Mm. And so there's a lot of throwbacks in it. And then the fact that they are going to Kanto and right. going to all of the different places in this mm-hmm. anime I think it's very specifically designed as a okay here's to catch you all up because right. you haven't been paying attention yeah well a little bit of that you know the, the catching up but it's also a little bit of like you know for every generation of kids who grew up with any given generation of Pokemon, there's there's some nostalgia to the first one that you mm. watched right so it they're doing it in a way where it's like we're going to make this new series fun for every generation of mm-hmm. Pokemon fan, as opposed to just like, you know, cause it's not the first time they're coming back to Kanto. Like they've, they've, you know, popped back in every once in mm. a while, but like doing it, you know, we're going to visit every region. Yeah. Doing series. Kanto, Johto. So, and yeah, yeah, that's, I think it's smart. Big. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you, do you use Psyduck ever? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To my detriment, <laughs> um, I I just really love him. Mm. I really do. And then it was in my first ever party because I loved him so much, and I evolved him as soon as I could. Like, uh, I really liked Golduck. Um, I think my first ever party was like Pikachu, Psyduck, Onix, uh, Graveler because I couldn't have anybody to trade it to be a Golem. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haunter, same reason, <laughs> right. and Kadabra, same reason. Right. Yeah. Because um, I love the stage three evolutions of all of those tradables, and then right. I could never trade them. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> it was. Um, I yeah. I think that was my first party. Mm. Like two rock types, two psychic types. Well, you know, a you ghost do. and a Pikachu. <laughs> right. And it probably did fine. Yeah. It did okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I never. Uh, I've never really used Psyduck, but I've always liked them. Mm. Like I'll make sure to catch one. If I need it, when I catch it, I'll keep it in my party for a while. But uh, I think in every generation, there have been water types that I've liked more. So it's never been my uh, It's top a bit choice. of a later game water yeah. type as well. But yeah. it's that balance of like water psychic, I think is kind of cool. Does like, it like, it learns psychic attacks as a Psyduck, right? Uh, Not just when it evolves? I think it, it learns confusion. Okay. I don't know if it learns any more. Okay. I know when it evolves, it learns like Psybeam and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I don't know if Psybuck, Psyduck learns mm. Psybeam. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I've always liked Psyduck from a design standpoint, but I've never, uh, mm. never committed to it. No, I, I just, like, I don't know. I, I never really play for, um, Ultimate team or whatever sure, no, it's, yeah, it's yeah. more kind of like what what do i think is fun to look at for right. hours on end yeah yeah exactly it's like you you find the ones <laughs> you find the ones that you find fun to look at and then of the like 10 that you like best you pick the six that are most useful to you at any mm-hmm. given time mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of what i really like about sword and shield is mm-hmm. how easy it is to level everybody up and yeah. then you can just constantly swap everybody out yeah and you're not stuck to six like there is so many in Sword and Shield that I'm like, ooh, I want you. Ooh, I want you. Ooh, I want you. And it's like, in any other game, hmm. you'd be like, 
I really want to use you, but you're like twenty levels off everybody else, right, and yeah, then yeah. that means like an hour or two of grinding. Yeah. Um, whereas in Sword and Shield, it's like. I really want to use you. Okay, you're going in my sixth slot until you're up to standard, and then everybody else is going to kind of carry the weight until that point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, No, I mean, I think they... uh, Part of it is the, like, experience share feature, and part of it is... uh, I think they made it possible to catch a lot of higher-level wild Pokemon in uh, Sword and Shield. Um, Like, just in the wild area alone, there is, like... You know, you can catch things that are like level fifty, level sixty, hmm. and a lot of them are ones that are cool designs. And so you can like, I don't know. I, I think they did a good job of balancing it so that you have the option to bring people in later mm-hmm. without having to do too much grinding to catch up. Exactly. Hey, I'm Aaron Lakoff, host of Changing on the Fly, a brand new podcast on the Outfit Network. Changing on the Fly is a podcast that dives deep into the intersections between hockey and social justice. We take on issues of sexism, racism, and homophobia on the ice. You'll hear from athletes, activists, fans, scholars, and even musicians who love hockey but want to keep the jerks out of the game. Think Colin Kaepernick or Serena Williams, but with skates and less teeth. It's your perfect antidote to Don Cherry and Coach's Corner. Hey, Don, what do you think of Changing on the Fly? Not the left-wing pinkle media, bleeding hearts, guys. What are you, nuts? Anyways, you can find Changing on the Fly wherever you get your podcasts or visit us online at changingontheflypodcast.wordpress.com. into the final segment of our show where we open if we can and today we can uh, a pack of tcg cards um to try and find the pokemon that is featured for the episode uh we're still just a quick thing sorry to interrupt but live on the podcast Mm. um i've just got the email to say that they've received my sponsorship application for canada which means that there is no problems with our sponsorship application, hey, great. Um, which means that we filled everything out properly, nice. and uh, <laughs> they're going to start reviewing it and see if I can stay here. So, hey, wee. that's awesome. And <laughs> um, that also means I didn't fuck up anything with the paperwork yeah. for wedding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and awesome. at the same time, uh, the Friends reunion has been announced for HBO Max. I know. I can't wait to just read. So. I can't wait to meet Phoebe's gay black roommate because <laughs> you know they have to diversify the cast. Cause are, yeah. are they doing that? Because I like, mean, I'm sure they will. There's a lot of people that are saying this, like they're going, "Oh, there's no black friends or right. whatever." But there's Ross's girlfriend yeah. who was black, and yeah. there's uh, Ross's girlfriend who was Asian right. as well. There's yeah. just not been a Latino. Yeah, you need Latino representation, man. Well, I mean, those, those were those were secondary characters who yeah. got written off I the know. show, right? Yeah, not the core. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, I could talk about why Friends sucks for hours, but that's not what this <laughs> podcast is about. Um, this is a pack of uh, Sun and Moon Unified Minds. Um, we did not get this pack from our sponsor, Le Coin de Jouet. Um, I think we have a pack for next week's episode from them. Uh, this is a different pack, but uh, they were really kind and gave us a shitload of cards. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> and, and they have like the most incredible sale. I know. Uh, like I, I pimped them out so hard last time. <laughs> I ended up going back and getting another game, <laughs> and it's going to get dangerous. <laughs> What'd you get this time? Uh, I got Munchkin Cthulhu. Nice. Um, and then oddly, I got Munch. 
Munchkin Harry Potter okay. uh, off of Kijiji. Okay. Um, and then I noticed that the guy had a bunch of games in his car. So I was <laughs> like, oh, by the way, like go to this place. It's right. awesome. They've got like a really great uh, board game store there. Nice. And then um, told him about this. So if you're listening, thank you very much for the Harry Potter Munchkin. It, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah so the featured pokemon for this one is psyduck Mm -hmm. so if we get a psyduck in this pack which is possible then we'll do a whole uh long episode about psyduck uh we have a tcg online card if you want to um redeem the code there we go (laughs) i just had a brain a brain fart the baby was awake a lot last night and i am so tired uh the code is 6hzb9q6dlytjk uh let's see first out the gate we have a steel energy mm-hmm. uh we got a scorpy into that um uh, we have a really nice wimpod that uh like how scorpy is doing the no look back explosion <laughs> thing scorpy is the classic <laughs> cool guy take a look at the uh the background art on this wimpod it's beautiful oh wow it's very like dali-esque <laughs> uh i got a noibat it's uh, lots of basic Pokemon this time around. Yeah. And a Sneasel. It's because we didn't get it from that, uh, from our sponsor. I know. The, like, only the good packs come from <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Uh We got a Boon Sweet, which confusingly on the show they call Boon Sweet. So maybe it's Boon Sweet. Boon Sweet. But I hate that. I don't know. Uh, there's a trainer card, the Reset Stamp, that forces the opponent to shuffle their hand into their deck. The artwork on these is really good. Like, I really yeah. like the artwork on that Sneasel as well. Um, oh, you're going to like the artwork on this Heracross, I, look. I think. It's, uh, <laughs> it's great pointing out the one thing that like people cannot visualize. Well, they can Google it they can if they're look curious. Yeah, yeah, you should look yeah. them up because they're really <laughs> like very, very cool. Yeah. Um, we got a Type Null. Seriously, I think all basic Pokemon in this set, mm. uh, in this uh, pack. That's crazy. It's uh, leading up to a EX, that's why. I wish it was. Our first, <laughs> uh, the the rare card for this one is a uh, holographic Yuxi, which is a legendary, but is also basic. Um, is it legendary or is it mythic? Or is it uh, like... <laughs> it's... This I have no clue about. Right? right. So there's a lot of people that that have these things. They're like, oh, it's not a legendary. It's a mythical. Or it's a, it's a, like, mystic or or whatever. Like, yeah, the I legendaries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Articuno and those guys are the legendary birds. Mm-hmm. These are the legendary lake spirits. Right. Okay. So they are legends, not yeah. mythical. Yeah. What's a mythical? Hell if I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and lastly, we have uh, Reverse Hollow Litwick. Ah, who is so yeah, they all are basics. Yeah, that's kind of so fun. basic. <laughs> well, uh, no Psyduck in that pack, so we don't have to do a whole episode about Psyduck. Which I'm kind of upset about. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it, if only because we've got a few <laughs> stacked that we need to do. And, yeah, uh, that's you know, true. <laughs> not not adding more to the pot is uh, fine by me. Thanks for listening to Blasting Off Again. Uh, if you like this episode, leave us a review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts and share this episode with a friend. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash blastingoffagain, where you'll get access to live commentary tracks for almost every episode, as well as a bunch of other sweet perks. Our theme music is by Jamie Mativier, and our cover is by Je- Emily Royal. Gemily Royal. Gemily. Royal. <laughs> <Ray-vier. laughs> 
Uh, we're proud to be part of the Upford Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com. We're blasting, we're blasting off, off again. again. Ding. Ding.